Welcome to Design Diary, the podcast where you get to look inside my board game design notebook as well as what's going on inside my head. We look at a new word each day from the sense of mechanics, tone, theme, or inspiration for a full game. Today's word is... Delegate. To entrust to another, to appoint as one's representative, to assign responsibility or authority. And Rob is here today, joining me. Hello! From across the country. Tell, yes, sir. Does, does every, I don't think everybody knows where you're from. Where are you from again? I, I do, but... No, I'm, I'm, I'm from Salt Lake City, Utah, and right now I'm in Provo, Utah, which is 45 minutes away. So I'm from South Jersey, and I'm in Boston, which is six hours away, but today somehow it took like 10. <laughs> Too much. So today's word, delegate. Um, yes. I want you to go first this time, because I went first last time and rambled on okay. and on, but I want to give you one hint. I have no theme whatsoever in my notes. I have two words have of a... theme written at the end, but it's no theme. So I hope you have some theme. I have I have a theme, but... I realize that it it might turn people off because it's office themed. Of course, it's going to be. Um, why would someone want to play a game that is their life? I have that learned that firsthand. Not free time. I learned that <laughs> with your fired. With your fired, yeah. <laughs> um, which well, I love. Hopefully, with the success but... of uh, uh, that solo game finished, hopefully that'll reinvigorate kind of this hyper hyper corporate lifestyle <laughs> that I want to get, kind of get across in this. Well, my, um, so my only two words were personal assistant. That was the only two words of theme <laughs> that I wrote. Nice. Um, so, so what I wrote down, so uh, when you delegate, you pass it down the line. Um, and I was thinking about what are you passing down? So it's actions. And in games like Puerto Rico or San Juan, um, people can follow actions that a main person can do. So it's kind of like they're delegating to other people what they can do. Um, but what I wanted to kind of get across was if you are giving a task to another person, they aren't going to do it the exact same way that you would like them to do it or that you would do it yourself. Oh, neat. Um, so, so actions would change if you choose to delegate them um, to other people. And that may change for good or change for bad. Um, it depends in, depending on what you do. And so why do people delegate? It's because they have too much on their plates. If everyone could do what they want to do, then there would be, there'd be no need to delegate. Um, and so I was thinking about drafting specific action tiles that are all different shapes and sizes. And so you are almost literally taking actions and putting them into a space and trying to make them fit and whatever doesn't fit is delegated. So they either have like a weaker ability or their abilities change, flip over to the other side. So if you are overflowing with stuff, you don't get to take all the actions that you wanted. Okay. Yeah. And, and so those actions could be polyominoes or they could be just truly nebulous things that are kind of blobs and you're just trying to smush it together to hopefully do everything that you want to do without having to delegate as That's much. Neat. Yeah, I guess if you delegate, well, there's two things. Like if you delegate, do those people, are they doing it for you or are they doing it for themselves? Because if right. you wouldn't want them doing it for themselves. Yeah. And so and so I was trying to figure out why why someone would choose to delegate. 
if there is if there is a reason for them to not do it themselves and have someone else do it. And I was thinking maybe it's a timing issue. If you do it yourself, you do it first. But if you delegate, you get to do it later, so you can see if things change. Yeah. Um, and that's about all I had for it. But I but I really like the the spatial kind of cramming things in as that's much as you can. Yeah, that's really cool. I didn't think of it of of the why, and that why is really good. My when you first said why do people delegate, sometimes I thought like um, simply just being in a position of power and being able to delegate, <laughs> you know, uh, and thinking yeah. back to that office theme and having worked in an office and having been delegated at delegated to, yeah. I don't know what the term. <laughs> yeah. That's a good point. Being the receiver of the delegated. Uh, okay. Yeah. So what I had was, and it was sort of along the same lines. I had uh, on your turn dictating another player's moves. And I was wondering if that's been done. So you mentioned mm-hmm. like Puerto Rico and even thinking like tiny epic galaxies or even our own universal rule all have that uh, that follow action where you're not right. dictating anyone else's move, but you're allowing them to copy your move. And it's sort of dictating the move that they can take during your turn, essentially. Um, mm-hmm. But I was trying to think of something where on my turn, I pick another player and I do their movement. And I'm sure that's been done in some, in some fashion. But then I thought mm-hmm. going a little deeper... Um, let's say each player has a single meeple per player and on your turn, and I did this one of two ways, you manipulate a meeple in whatever it is. It could be a worker placement. It's probably a worker placement. Um, but, um, you manipulate a single meeple of any player, including yourself, and then flip it to its side, kind of carcass own farm style to show that it's been, mm-hmm. it's been manipulated or used. And I said, maybe you have to do one for every player, including yourself. So maybe they, they have each player's color and they also have a number and, and you're playing, you know, ones or whatever. Okay. Um, All right. So then you have to manipulate one of every player. So you're, you're getting to do yourself and you're, you're kind of manipulating a little bit of everyone. And at the end of the round, after everything's been done, we, we resolve in some sort of order. So, hmm. the, so then I went into, and these all kind of hover around the same thing, but um, actions. Let's say there's four or five different actions in a game. Players all simul- they all have four or five actions in front of them, and we simultaneously choose an action and reveal it. And then those are the only actions that we can do during this round. So okay. if we all chose the same thing, then that's all that's our, our we're limited to that. But if we chose different things, um, you know, you can go with something else. But I don't know why you would choose something that you don't want. I don't know why you would ever choose but there could be something where things cancel each other out or there's a hierarchy or you can't choose the one that you brought something mm-hmm. along those lines. But then what I went hmm. to with that was this turn order thing. So how, like we all, we all manipulate the meeples or we all choose the actions, whatever we do as a group, any of those could apply. What order do we do things in? And I thought of turn order, which has been my like theme of the week, not theme, but theme of the show huh. of the week is how does it relate to turn order? And I said, everybody has to point to somebody that's not themselves. Whoever has the most points goes first. In the event of a tie, it goes back to the player that started the last round or something along those lines. And what I thought was neat about that was everybody should point to the player to their right so that they go and then it goes to the next person so they'd be next. Mm-hmm. If anybody were to do majority, um, you'd hope that it's to the player to your right. But I thought it might be interesting to point two away from your right so you guarantee... You know, you don't guarantee, but you hope the player to your right pointed to their right, 
and then I point two to mm-hmm. my right, so I'm third in line. Like it's my next best position. Um, huh. You know, because if everybody just points to their right, it's just it ties out and break, whatever would happen. But if there might be incentive to not point to your right and try to get just a little closer in turn order, it has to be enough players to matter. Like three players doesn't matter, four barely matters, five starts to matter. Huh. So I was combining that. That was my first thing was just a, a turn order, but I was combining that with the manipulating everybody, a meeple for each player or everyone choosing an action and, and putting it into the play. And you're, you're sort of delegating what's happening in the round. You're delegating what's happening to other people and things like that. Yeah. Uh, have you heard of Solstice or Imperius by Grant Rodiak? Uh, yes. I haven't played either. And I know Grant's games are amazing because, uh, what's it called? <laughs> it's one of my favorite. Uh, oh my God. The space battle. Uh, oh, why can't I think of the name? Gosh. Cry Havoc. Yes. That is, uh, yeah. I love that game. I absolutely love it. <laughs> I'm a really big fan of Hocus, the Wizard Oh, that's great. It's, yes, absolutely. Sounds great. I should get Grant so we, on this one day because he's, 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 oh, his blog is great, you know, his mailing list. Yeah, for sure. So in Imperius, you are drafting cards and it is everyone's cards in the pile. So okay. you are picking your own cards, but you're also picking someone else's cards. So you can choose where their cards go. Nice. And so your your meeple idea is is really really interesting because yes you you have to do something for someone else and how do you choose what will benefit them the least exactly and or, or so, like so I even thought of like the combination of of things and as as you watch things start to pan out like just just being able to to kind of set something up with if you're doing three people's turns. You know, how can you set them all up to, to be a bigger a bigger thing? Yeah, so you could have like a set number of actions. So you have like five standard actions that you could do. And if you have five people, you have to assign each of those actions to a different person. Yeah. And so, yeah, they're each doing different things. But with the timing or the board state, it would you would hopefully play to benefit you the most exactly. rather than everyone else interesting yeah that, i like that the the i see i like to design games where and it's it's tough but like i've done it before where all your choices are are hard not hard but you're like picking the the least bad and i don't know uh-huh. if I, I like to do that and there's there's a real famous designer that does that a lot and i can't think of who it like a, one of the german ones that i don't know their names but i've played their games um where it's just every choice is just really hard. And I, I sort of like end up designing that not on purpose, but you know, it ends up there where everything's just excruciatingly like terrible. (laughs) Um, so that wouldn't be the goal. And that's one of those things I was just talking today about starting a design from a different perspective than what I normally start with, where it's just like, Oh, we've got this cool, like, you know, dice thing, or I've got this cool, like turn order thing, or even just a theme, Mm -hmm. but it was, it was, really starting from this is exactly like what i want the game to be the other two games that it would sit alongside of best the the price point the length and everything else and then now dive into the design and i've never Mm -hmm. really designed from that perspective i've designed from like what can i fit in a wallet what can i fit on some three pages of paper and things like that but never from like this is what it compares to and this is the, the the same players and I've never taken that approach, and I thought about that as the 
you know, when you make a game that's just really, really hard choices and stuff, and it just ends up like that, you know, starting mm. from a whole different place. That might be an interesting design challenge is if a certain designer asked you to design a game, what would you give them yeah. as an end result? That's interesting. Yeah, exactly. I might have to try that at some point. Well, I will be happy to uh, join in. <laughs> no, that's good to me. that's neat. It's it's different than you know. Here's your size, or here's your theme, or anything like that. Mm. You know, this designer. Yes, that's cool. I'm on board with all that. All Let's right. do some delegating. <laughs> all right, I delegate you to do that, and I will uh, be a okay. be the I terrible boss. <laughs> But yeah, so that's it. I have no theme whatsoever. Personal assistance was basically who can I get to do my work for me? Um, mm. You know, the game. Uh, and that's interesting in, in that there's incentive for other people to do your work for you. Um, right. Somehow incentivizing people. Uh, have you ever played Hunter by, uh, I think it's Stronghold did it? I have not, no. That's Heard one. about it. It's, it's a really cool game where basically one player's the, uh, the big like mob boss guy and you're, you're you're giving everybody um, uh, money face down. Nobody knows what each other's getting, but just to kind of, kind of keep them all happy, and they, um, you know, oh. they, they, they sort of kind of keep you in that position of, of the of the mayor or whatever it is, the, the mobster guy. Uh, but it sort of has that same thing where you're not you're you're giving people their options and giving people different cards of things that they can do and things like that, but also trying to trying to keep the peace you're not doing it from a from a bad position um right so that's kind of interesting too i don't know Hmm. well there we go yeah i think that's that's good i am at pax so i have so much work to do here well you Um, get to work yeah i need to set up and sell some turbo drift (laughs) yes please nothing but turbo drift just have a turbo drift (laughs) it's not button shy booth anymore it's the turbo drift we should have mega turbo drift on the floor yes oh man i'll play that in a heartbeat <sighs> i'll try we got uh <laughs> we got till tomorrow morning to set that up thanks jason i believe in you <laughs> all right cool well we'll do this again next week it'll be fun most definitely all right thanks bye <laughs>